Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. More than fame, wealth, or desire, more than all this world's attire, more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. Take my possession, great or small, friends and family, you can take them all. More than anything in my life, I've got to make it. Oh, more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. I've got to know my name's inscribed in the Lamb's great book of life. And I What good is all I've come to know If I gain the world and lose my soul For more than anything in my life I've got to make it If I can run and keep the pace I know I'll see my Savior's face more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. Oh, more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. And I've got to know my name's inscribed in the Lamb's name, book of life. I've come to know if I gain the world and lose my soul for more than anything in my life I've got to make it if I can run and keep the pace I know I will see my Savior's face for more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. Oh, more than anything in my life, I've got to make it. And I've got to know my name's inscribed in the Lamb's great book of life. Child, you want for more.
my life, I've got to make it. I got a call from an insurance company today, and we switched insurance companies from the life insurance that I have at work. We signed up with a term policy, and I got a phone call from them, and they said, this message is for Kelly Vance because they had my number listed for hers and mine both. This message is for Kelly Vance. I want to let you know you filled out all your paperwork and everything's kosher except we got one thing that didn't print right. So we're going to have to print it all off, mail it to you through snail mail. You got to sign everything and then mail it back. And they said it may be a couple weeks before you get that. It's just one problem. I already canceled the other life insurance policy and it goes out of effect on December the, 20, the 31st, end of the year. And so I was anticipating having this new policy in place when that old policy went out. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm, we're going to have a lapse in coverage. If, if she dies in the middle of this, there's a problem because I'm, we're not going to have any life insurance, right? But then I got to thinking, there is no lapse in the life insurance policy that we get eternal life insurance policy yeah. I don't ever want to lapse in it brother Philip because I want to know that my name her name my baby's name is written yeah. in the Lamb's book of life and there won't be a lapse as long as the blood is applied and I'm so thankful for that eternal life insurance because this life insurance doesn't really mean a whole lot make it pay off a debt or two doesn't really mean a whole lot but if I've got life insurance I know when this life is over yeah. I'm going to be living in a better place. And I'm so glad that Jesus paid it all so that you and I could go to heaven. Too many miles behind me. Oh, too many trials are through. Oh,
don't want to get this far That's right. on this way, journey That's right. and then lose out. Oh, God. Paul said he on, feared God. after that he had preached to others lest he himself should be a castaway. That's right, Brother Roger. That'd be a sad, sad place to be. Oh, God. Come down to the end of life's journey and find out you missed it. I want to oh, make yes. it, don't you? That's right. And we can That's make right. it. That's right. We can make Come it on, by Brother God's Roger. grace. Lift your hands, worship the Lord, would you? Hallelujah. Isaiah 58, verse 1. The Bible said, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness. That means in past time. And forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest not knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Verse 4, Behold, ye fast for strife, and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, and make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Verse 6, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? to loose the band of wickedness, to undo the heavy burden, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. This scripture in Isaiah 58 is an awesome scripture. And he begins by saying, Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Cry and show my people their transgression. Show the house of Jacob, the house of Israel, their sins. They seek me daily. They delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. Uh, they, what is it? It's 316 laws that the Jews kept. Every ordinance, everything, governing every aspect of their life. And so they, they did all of that. They kept the ordinances of their God. And they asked of me the ordinances of justice. I want to talk to you tonight about the ordinances of justice. The ordinances of justice. And, uh, and he said they fasted, they afflict their souls, and they, what do they do it? They do it for strife and debate and to smite the fist of wickedness. I, I want to tell you something. Man, I, if, uh, if all your religion 
is to do is to smite, destroy, and tear down and kill. You don't have much religion, do you? Amen. And, uh, you know, and God said, I want to talk to you about the fast that I have chosen. And he said, it is a fast. It is a fast to loose the bands of wickedness. To undo the heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. That ye may break every yoke. You know, the ordinances of justice are not laws of justice set up between man and man. The ordinances of justice are laws of righteousness and religion with respect to God. What are the true gospel ordinances? What are the real rules of worship and discipleship? Amen. i tell you what they are. Do everything in your power to help loose the band of wickedness. Not support wickedness, but loose the band of wickedness. Do everything in your power to undo the heavy burdens. Amen. To do everything in your power to let the oppressed go free. And do everything in your power to break every yoke. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. This is wonderful. And this is what Jesus Christ came to do. Amen. This is what Jesus Christ came to do. He came to set the captive free. He came to loose the bands of wickedness. He came to undo those heavy burdens, not add to your burdens. He came to let the oppressed go free instead of putting you under more oppression. He came to break every yoke. Amen. I want, I want to, I want the, the true gospel ordinances. Amen. I want the true rules of worship and discipleship, don't you? Amen. I want and the desire to be instructed in those things. I want to comply to the ordinances of justice. John Darby said this. He said, Israel was sinful and hypocritical in pretending to serve Jehovah. Amen. Isaiah denounces this, their trust in outward forms and, and a blessing, and he puts a blessing on obedience. They seem to worship God with great pomp and ceremony and outward forms of holiness. You hearing me? Have you seen that? You've seen all the pomp and ceremony of, of some religions and some of those things are. And yes, it's seemingly they're worshiping God, but the arm of Jehovah is not shortened and, and his ear has not grown heavy and he come to set us free. Hallelujah. But the people's iniquity, they've hindered the blessings and will bring judgment upon them. Jehovah himself, Amen. He's going to intervene in his righteous might and bring the ordinances of justice. What are you talking about? I'm talking about when there they had that woman and they'd taken her in the act of adultery. And Jesus did not want her to go to hell. Are you hearing me? He did not want her to be stoned to death. He came to set the captive free. Amen. And, uh, and so Jesus intervened there in the behalf of that woman. No, was Jesus excusing adultery? Absolutely not. 
That's not what he was excusing. But he wanted every person to be saved and come to the knowledge of the holy. Are you hearing me? And that, that is the ordinances of justice. You understand? They, are, they kept their ordinances and there was no getting by on anything. They were keeping the ordinances, but it's not the ordinances of justice. And Jesus stepped in. Amen. And he said, where are your accusers? And she said, Lord, I have none. And you know what he said? Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. I want you to know something. Jesus Christ is not here to condemn you, to destroy you. But he wants to set you free from your sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said Jesus Christ has come to set you free from your sin. And he'll do that for you tonight if you will let him. He has come. Amen. Oh, yes. Jehovah himself will intervene in his sovereign might and bring the ordinance of justice. That's what he did for that woman. He will crush the enemies of righteousness and bring deliverance to the bound and weary. The Redeemer will come to Zion and those that turn from transgression in Jacob. His will, his blessing is to be permanent. He wants us to enjoy the Holy Ghost presence all the days of our life and then we can bask in his presence throughout all eternity. Amen. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. It's, let me talk to you about God's will. God's will is that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. If you want to know how God wants you to live, here's how you do it. You, you're, you're going to lead a, a, a quiet and peaceable life. That means you're not going to be out trying to stir up trouble. Hello. If you want to live a quiet and peaceful life, you're not going to be out trying to stir up trouble, but you're going to live a life in all godliness and honesty. Woo. You know, uh, the voice publishes those pictures of the people in, in the indictments. You see those, haven't you? Amen. And uh, and I look at their faces. And I, and I feel so sorry for those people, the most downtrodden looking people I've ever seen. God have mercy. I want to tell you something. Should I sit and laugh because they they're in jail for for uh, drug abuse or uh, you know some uh, shoplifting and cursing and abuse and all of those things? Should I rejoice in that? Absolutely not. My heart weeps for them. Amen. That, the, that they need a deliverer. They need someone to lift them up. Oh, God. He wants, he wants us to enjoy the blessings of life. He wants us. Amen. Listen. We, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Oh, man. You can't beat live an honest life, can you? Man. I'm reminded this come to me. The preacher come years ago and he put a rock on the on the pulpit. Amen. And uh, he said, and he got to preaching, and he said, The Lord has showed me that there's somebody in this church that is committing adultery on your wife. And he said, when at the right point in my message, 
He said, I'm going to throw this rock and hit you right between the eyes. Amen. And he said, he said, I'm ready. And he dropped back with that rock and six men hit the floor. Are you hearing me? Amen. I want to tell you something. You can live a hypocritical life all you want to. But you want, if you want the blessings of the Lord upon you, listen, God's will that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, and you are not godly and you're not honesty if you're committing adultery on your spouse. And you're not going to heaven either. I never thought about putting that in there, but that's free of charge. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the will of God for us. I'm talking about He's come to loose the bands. He's come to undo the burdens. He's come to set the oppressed free. He's come to break every yoke. Amen. And that we can lead quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who will have all men to be saved. He doesn't rejoice are you listening to me? Some of you may be listening tonight uh, by Facebook or Mixler or whatever you're doing. But I want you to know God wants everybody to be saved. It's the will of the Lord. He does not rejoice that anybody would be lost. Amen. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But you've got to live your life and come to Him and let Him set you free from that. That wickedness and evil that's got control of your life, come to him and let him set you free. The Bible said in 1 Timothy chapter 2, I'm reading on. Amen. Amen. He wants you to come. He wants you to be saved. Come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is, in verse 5, there is one God and one mediator between God and men. Who is it, Brother Will? The man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm tell you something. I'm trusting, I can trust in this to be saved or that to be saved. I can trust in my, my lodge or, or my, my community service or my goodwill or all that. But I'm going to tell you one thing. The only thing that the Bible declares there, there's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. Hallelujah. Oh, he gave himself a ransom for all. Amen. Sing a little bit of it, Brother Joseph. He came to save the black, the white, the red, the yellow, and the brown, and he fixes them right. Amen. Sing that with me just a little bit. God can fix it. He's a fix-it man. And Brother Joe Bill said in his song, he fixes the black, he fixes the white, red, yellow, brown, and he fixes them right. Huh? Hallelujah.
I'm telling you, Jesus Christ came to establish, permanently establish the ordinances of justice. He come to set the, loose the bands of wickedness. You don't have to be bound by sin any longer. He come to undo the heavy burden. You don't have to be pressed down with that any longer. Why do you hear so many people when they get saved that say, they feel, say it feels like the world was lifted off their shoulders? Hallelujah. That's because Jesus come to undo the heavy burden he come to let the oppressed go free he come that he can break every yoke amen if you're bound by drugs if you're bound by alcohol if you're bound by perversion amen pornography of every i'm telling you why i'm not here to condemn you but i'm telling you here tonight that jesus christ come to set you free the ordinance of righteousness, the ordinance of justice that Jesus Christ has established, He come to set you free. He gave Himself a ransom for only my people. No, no, only for Americans. No, He came and gave Himself a ransom for all. And I need to remind you many years ago, and I've repeated it so many times, I hope you don't get weary with me. Amen. But uh, in those legal conferences, uh, uh, David Gibbs said, I give you the legal definition of all. All means all, and that's all that all means. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ came and gave himself a ransom for all. The black, the white, the red, the yellow, and the brown, and the mixed. All of them, everyone. Amen. John 10 and 7. Then said Jesus unto them, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. Verse 9 again, he said, By me if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I'm telling you what. The good shepherd looks out for his flock. And you are his children. You are the sheep of his pasture. And he is looking out for you this night. He wants to help you. He is the good shepherd. He is the door. He's the door of the sheep. Hallelujah. The devil's come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus has come that we might have life. The only way to approach God is through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? There's no other way. The soul that truly receives grace takes real delight in communion with Jesus Christ. I'm telling you why. Jesus is my best friend. I can talk to him in the midnight hour. He is always there to help me. Glory to God. You understand the Bible said that showing us here the Jews were very zealous in their performance of their external religious duties. Hello? They were very zealous in performance of their external religious duties. The performance of religious rites and duties do not bring us to a right relationship to God. We come to church, we live right, we pay our tithes, we do all of those things, but... It is not to make us a Christian. 
We come to church and do those things because Jesus Christ has set us free. Hallelujah. And yes, we follow after those things. Oh, yes, yes. That is part of being godly and living right before Him and living upright before Him. That, that is godliness and honesty. That's part of that. But that does not save us. Only the blood of Jesus Christ saves us. Can you say amen? And so they were eager to practice their righteous rituals, but didn't know the son of righteousness. The Bible said in Malachi 4 and 2, Unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. I want you to know the son of righteousness, Jesus Christ, arises with healing. Healing in his wings to loose the bands, to undo the burdens, to set the oppressed free, and to break the yoke. My goodness. Matthew 5, the Bible said in verse 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Verse 20, For I say unto you, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. You're kidding yourself if you're trusting in your own righteousness. Hello? I said you're kidding yourself if you're trusting in your own righteousness. If you, if your righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. But oh, thanks be to God. The Bible said in Isaiah 29 13, the Lord said, This people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me but have removed their heart far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. I want you to know something. Men's ideology is not greater than God's word. Amen. He said, Brother Matt said to me, he said again, I do need to say it again. I want you to know men's ideology is not greater than nor is it equal to, amen, God's holy word. We must go by the word of the Lord. These people draw near with their mouth and with their lips, and they, but they've removed their heart. That is the thing. They've removed their heart far from me. Amen. My goodness, and if you don't have it in your heart, it's no good. Hallelujah. You know, those priests, they spent hours and days and years and they studied the laws and the institutions of religion like they were, uh, they were afraid of violating them. At the same time, they were full of oppression, strife, wickedness, and even murder. Notice here, this woman, and they were so anxious to kill this woman. They were anxious to stone her to death. Amen. They were scrupulously careful about violating any commands pertaining to the religious rites. They were so conscientious, amen, that they did not dare to enter Pilate's judgment hall when they was getting ready to get Jesus killed. You hearing me? Notice what the scripture said. They were afraid that it would make them ceremonially unclean and disqualify them from partaking of the Paschal Lamb. And yet they were getting ready to crucify the Paschal Lamb. 
Are you hearing what I'm trying to say to you? Amen. They were actually engaged in a plot to secure Jesus Christ's crucifixion. They rejected him. These hypocrites are usually more scrupulous and conscientious about their forms than anything. My goodness. Amen. While they are meditating some plan of deep depravity, and receive enormous guilt because of the wickedness that they're doing. I want to tell you something. Amen. It's all over the news. It's been over for years now. Priests molesting children. Right in the house of God. Those altar boys. I don't know, you know what they're doing. They're, 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 very, they're very careful to maintain all the rich and rituals and and all of the rites and and, uh, and do the sacraments and do all that stuff. And, and as quick as they get through, they're going to go molest a little boy that was there helping them. I want to tell you something. God have mercy. Such deep depravity and enormous guilt that they are uh, piling on themselves. Oh, God. And we talk about Catholicism doing that. But I want to tell you something. It's in Pentecostal churches too. You hearing me? My goodness. Amen. I'd hate to think that's all I had to do was act like I was a Christian, act like I was a preacher, and molest children when I'm doing it. Amen. Lord God. Amen. They, 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 oh, Amen. We, we, we cannot go into Pilate's judgment hall. That'll defile us. We can't, we can't, we want to receive the Passover lamb. We want to, and they're getting ready to commit murder. My goodness. Amen. Oh, the Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. If being a Pharisee would save you, Nicodemus was a saved man, but being a Pharisee does not save you. Hello? And the same Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know you're a teacher that's come from God, for no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, truly, Nicodemus, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? I've kept the law. I've done all of this all of my life. I obey all the laws, all the ordinances. I am a Pharisee of Pharisees. I am. I am the most religious man you'll ever meet. And Jesus said, that won't save you, Nicodemus. Are you hearing me, church? Amen. We live right not to be saved. We live right because we are saved. Amen. And we cannot become righteous, self-righteous, hypocrite and Pharisees. Amen. My Lord. And so here, the Bible said, he was speaking to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, there was something pricking his heart and dealing with his heart. He knew that he wasn't right. 
He knew when he watched Jesus and he watched those miracles, he knew that Jesus had a power that he and he had something that he didn't have. And so he come to Jesus honestly instead of accusing Jesus. He come to him honestly asking. He said, I know, I know there's something special about you. And Jesus said, you Except a man be born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. You cannot even see the kingdom of God. And he said, Lord, how can I, I'm a man, how can I go back and enter to my mother's womb and be born again? How in the world can I do that? And he had no concept of the new birth. And the Bible said in verse 5, Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You can't see it, neither can you enter it. Amen. In verse 7, he said, Marvel not, Nicodemus. Amen. Nicodemus still not getting it. He said, don't marvel that I said unto you, you must be born again. Amen. My goodness. And so Nicodemus apparently accepted Jesus Christ. You hear me? Because when Jesus Christ was crucified, he was one of those men that took care of his body. Oh, glory to God. He was passed from death into life. He was now, he was beyond the ordinances of men but now he's come through the ordinance of justice and he's found that Jesus Christ has set the wicked free amen he as though he is a Pharisee he has bands of wickedness holding him amen he's got heavy burdens strapped on him amen and Jesus Christ has set him free from those burdens uh, he's let the oppressed go free amen and he has broken the, the yoke of the law for him hallelujah oh praise God and so that's why verse 16 for God so loved the world in John 3 that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world. Here we go again. To condemn the world. He does not want you to be lost. Amen. Listen to me. Are you, are you watching me tonight? Are you listening closely to what I'm telling you? I want you to know the son of God has not come into the world to condemn you. Yes, you have lived a wicked life life yes you've done bad things but I want you to know he's not come to condemn you but that the world and that's you included through him might be saved can we say amen church oh yes oh yes thank you Jesus Mark uh, Matthew the 6th chapter verse 33 the Bible said seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness Oh, thank you, Lord. We can seek the kingdom of God. If you'll seek the kingdom of God, if you'll seek Jesus Christ, you can know the divine will in reality and not merely in a rigid, man-made profession. If you confess your sin, Jesus Christ is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Oh, God, He is able to break that yoke, to break that chain, to break that thing that has got you so bound down. Amen. Matthew Henry said this way, Isaiah, by the Holy Ghost, spoke to hypocrites of every age in chapter 58. Amen. He spoke to it in his time, 
and it comes all the way to our day. Amen. If you are a hypocrite, you're not going to go to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to pray earnestly for God's help to examine ourselves lest we come up short. And this is what Matthew Henry said. Men may go far toward heaven, but they will come up short. Amen. You hear me? All of your religion, it will cause you to come up short. Amen. I need to remind you one more time of dad said he preached to many funerals with the preacher years ago. He was of another denomination, but that has nothing to do with it. Amen. What, what he called for dad to come. What do you need, brother? I've, amen. They called urgently. Brother Horton, I've got to have you come to the hospital and pray with me. I've got to have you as soon as you can. Come and pray with me. Come and pray with me. And, uh, you know, so dad went in. Amen. Brother David, and he looked at him, and he began to sob uncontrollably. And he said, my religion will do to live by, but it won't do to die by. Oh, God, I've got to be saved. I've got to be saved. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hey, you remember me talking about Mr. Dale at 99 years old. I was going to go celebrate his birthday. Uh, we had bought Mr. and Miss Ratliff's house, and we had went and visited him and his wife in the nursing home. Oh, he we, we was rejoicing. He was almost, amen, it was April, and he was getting ready to have his 100th birthday in May. And we were excited, and he said, Now, Philip, I want you and Carolyn, they're going to have me a big cookout here at the nursing home. I want you all to come and be with me when I celebrate my 100th birthday. And, uh, and we got to singing and talk to him. Boy, I'm telling you what. He, you know what he did? He, he had that old World War II Navy cap on. He was a veteran of World War II. He jerked that Navy cap off. And he said, brother... I've done some things that's not right. It's time for me to recharge. Amen. Would you pray with me? Ooh. He was a religious man. He was a member of the lodges. He was a member of the church. But I'm going to tell you something. Jesus Christ has come to loose the bands of wickedness. Amen. Uh, he said, I've been saying words that I shouldn't say. Oh, Jesus has come to loose the bands of wickedness. Jesus has come to undo those heavy burdens. Jesus has come to let the oppressed go free. Jesus has come to break every yoke. And he said, would you pray with me? And we prayed with him. Amen. And he said, thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And his wife was over there in her uh, bed. And he said, all right, honey. Amen. It's time for you to recharge too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to tell you. Amen. If you've got anything in your life, it's time to recharge. It's time to charge hell and, um, and proclaim the name of Jesus Christ as your Savior. Hallelujah. Those are the ordinance of justice. Jesus Christ doesn't want you to be bound and die lost and go to hell. Oh, yes. Amen. So we prayed with her, and I was literally getting ready to go to his Birthday party. Amen. And I, I hollered at Carolyn. I said, Carolyn, call up her and see what time this thing starts. And she come in to where I was. And she said, you won't believe it. She said, I called the nursing home. And Mr. Dale died last night. 
Amen. What if I hadn't have visited him a few days before? What if I hadn't have, if, what if I hadn't have talked to him about the gospel and sung those gospel songs to him and he saw his need to be set free? To break those chains. Oh God. Because your name is on some book at some church. It's not going to get you into heaven. Your name must be recorded in the Lamb's book of life. That's the important thing. You know, It's good for you to do that if you want to do it. But I'm telling you what. You must have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. You must be set free from your sin. Amen. So. Yes, men can go far toward heaven, but you're going to come up short. They may go to hell with a good reputation. Amen. God have mercy. Amen. It's good to have a good reputation, but you've got to have the blood. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Amen. F.B. Meyer said the split between outward rights and inward piety is the curse of every age. You listen to me? Did you catch that? that that's, a, that's a word from, from F.B. Meyer. You know, the split between outward rights and inward piety or inward purity is the curse of every age. Amen. Oh, as long as I look good on the outside and my heart is full of dead men's bones, amen, it won't get you to heaven. But I'm telling you what, if you've got the outside right, and you, if you get the inside right, it'll come to the outside for sure. Hello? Men look on the outward appearance, but I'm going to tell you something. God looks on the heart, and you better make sure you've got your heart right. If you're planning on going to heaven, you must have your heart right. Amen. When the Pharisees were put, plotting to put our Lord Jesus to death, they refused, I want to say it again, they refused to enter Pilate's judgment hall. But it's not the bowed head, but it's the broken heart. Amen. You remember? You remember the publican? Amen. You remember? Amen. And the sinner, there you look, oh, Oh, I'm glad I'm not like them. I'm better than them. Oh, you ought to see how good I am. And that man come and smote his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Hallelujah. It's not the bowed head, but it's the broken heart. It's not the sackcloth and ashes of the flesh, but it's soul contrition. Oh, stop following your own ways. Amen. Start, stop finding your own pleasures. Stop speaking your own words. Amen. Delight yourself in Jesus Christ, and you can sit with Him in heavenly places and feed at His heavenly table. But it's because Philippians 4 and 7 the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus we've got to let Jesus be the peace giver you cannot trust in yourself you cannot trust in your ways hallelujah oh God help me now amen listen the Bible said uh, when Mary Magdalene's name is mentioned 12 times in the Bible. And every one of those are in context of Jesus' resurrection. 
When you go through the Gospels, they talk about Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene. I want you to listen. I'm going to try to close quickly. Mark, the 16th chapter, verse 9. When Jesus was risen early in the morning, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary. Hallelujah. I want you to listen to this. He appeared first to Mary Magdalene. This Mary wasn't his mother. This is Mary Magdalene from Magdala, out of whom he had cast seven devils. This woman is a former harlot. They say she was one of the most vile, wicked women who ever lived. Are you hearing me? Mary Magdalene was one of the most vile, wicked people who ever lived. She had seven devils in her, but she became the herald of the resurrection. Hallelujah. You hear me, sister? <laughs> Amen. You need to tell your husband or, or tell old Bobby D. Amen. She became the herald of the resurrection. Glory to God. This woman who was so vile and wicked. Listen. The Bible said in Luke chapter 8 verse 1, He went throughout every city. Jesus went through every city in Galilee and every village in all that area. He was preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Aren't you glad of it? Hallelujah. Amen. He went through every city, every village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And I want you to look at Luke 8 and 2. I love it. And certain women, it was more than one, certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. I want to tell you something. Evil spirits cause infirmities. Evil spirits cause infirmities. They say that we could practically empty our insane asylums if they could get deliverance. We could, I, I, I read a statistic years ago that how many people are in the hospital because they are so troubled in their souls. And it manifests, it manifests itself in sickness. Now, I'm not here to preach if you're sick, you sin. That's, that's not what I'm here to preach. But I'm here to tell you I'm here to tell you that Jesus went into every city and every village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Amen. And there were certain women which have been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. Hallelujah. I want you to know you may be so full of devils that they're having to take part time living in you. But I want you to know one thing. Jesus Christ can set you free from every devil. Hallelujah. Stand with me, please. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ can set you free. Glory. Amen. It's not his will. I want you to listen. The ordinances. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. What are these? To loose the bands of wickedness. To undo the heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. Amen. Colossians 3 and 10. Come on to the music. Ever how you will. Colossians 3 and 10. This is what the Bible said. Put on the new man. 
which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Verse 11, For there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond or free, but Christ is all in all. Amen. There is no race, no nationality, no skin color in Jesus Christ. But I want you to know, Christ is all in all, and He wants you to be renewed in the knowledge of Jesus Christ after the image of Jesus who created you. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Amen. You know, I love this is one of my favorite scriptures. I want to be closing with this. Psalm 73 and 24. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. I want to tell you something. You can live right. You can live right. You can be guided by his counsel. And when he gets through you living down here, he'll take you right out of this world into glory. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? I, I, I believe that. That is Psalm 73 and 24. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel and after receive me to glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You never come that Mary Magdalene, that wicked, evil woman, would go to hell. You came to make her the herald of your resurrection. And we can, every one of us tonight, if you are bound by sin, if you live in a destitute life, I want you to know Jesus Christ can set you free from that and make you his child. And you can be a herald like Mary Magdalene. You can speak of Jesus Christ and you can speak of his deliverance. Hallelujah. The Bible said in Obadiah 1 and 17, But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be wholeness. When Jesus Christ sets you free, he makes you holy. Hallelujah. You understand? You could be such a wicked person, and when Jesus Christ washes you in his blood, you are holy, and you are as pure as an angel. Think about that. Can you think about that? Amen. Here you've, you've been such Mary Magdalene and you've been such a wicked woman. And now Jesus Christ has set you free. And she went about, hallelujah, and she proclaimed Jesus Christ as her Savior. And she became the one, went to, to the disciples. I want you to get this. She went to the disciples and told them that Jesus was raised from the dead. You know what? And the Bible said they didn't believe her. Amen. Well, that's old Mary Magdalene. She was a harlot, and she's gone back to it now. No, no. No, no. Amen. She said, I saw him. Amen. And he said to me, tell and come, you, come tell you that, and for you to meet him in Galilee, and let's go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God. You want to go to heaven? We can go. Jesus Christ has fixed it till we can go. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads and pray. Our Father, Lord, I know that you dealt with me to preach these things tonight. Lord, and there's somebody listening to me right now that needs to be set free. 
You think that you're going to go to hell and that you're going to be lost. And the devil has you bound and you cannot get free. You cannot get free on your own. But if you'll say, Jesus, save me. Jesus, deliver me. Jesus, break these chains. Jesus can and will break your chains. And he will set you free and make you a child of heaven. Can the church say amen? Amen. Amen. Come on, let's gather around these altars tonight. Come on, let's pray. Salvation is free. Salvation is free. Though it costs God his son. It was only through him. It was only through him. That the victory was won.
God his son. No, it cost God his son. It was only through him. It was only through him that the victory was won. That the victory was won. Yes, the gift is from Can live on.